In San Jose, California, stands one of the largest and most bizarre private residences in the United States. Known as the Winchester Mystery House, this 24,000-square-foot Victorian-style mansion contains an astonishing 160 rooms, 17 chimneys, 47 fireplaces, two basements, three elevators, and more than 10,000 panes of glass. And those are just the ones we know about. But what? by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central of diversity. A study on the wide field, 290 study on All right, everybody, welcome to episode 233 of the R. Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me is the very lovely, very precious, very sexually appealing Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What the fuck is going on, America? What's cracking, cacahuates? Um, hope you guys are having a wonderful day. You are listening to the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. Um, guys, we are sponsored by Caveman Coffee. Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of... They got the coffee beans. They got the hibiscus tea. They got the cacao butter. They got the sweatpants. They got the hats. They got... I'm trying to think of that. Remember that one song that was like... Corn, bread, potato, bread, I was trying to do that version of that. That's next month. We're putting that on. Oh, that yeah. one... Yams, rams, tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that song. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. Yes, ma'am. Um, but um, anyways, guys, go to, go check it all out. They got everything. They got yams. They got <laughs> potatoes. They got everything there. Um, check it all out. Um, once you find what you like, use America. Use promo code America at checkout to receive fifteen percent off your total purchase price. Uh, once you receive that product, go ahead and take a picture of yourself drinking the coffee beans, <laughs> drinking the coffee, <laughs> drinking the coffee, drinking, uh, wearing the sweatpants, drinking the hibiscus tea, whatever it may be. Tag us, tag them. It shows that you care. It shows that you, you fucking listen to this. We appreciate it. They appreciate it. And that is all. Yeah, so speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys, the great, the powerful I was going to say flavorful, but that's the wrong sponsor. <laughs> uh, SKR Pairs, Peril at SucraPeril.com. Guys, go there. Check out all the great merchandise. The great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch has designed with her own two hands. Go there. Support strong, independent women. 
pick yourself up a shirt. Maybe pick up six shirts. Maybe pick up seven shirts. Maybe pick up the whole collection like our buddy Jesus from the Words Are Hard podcast. But when you pick up something, guys, make sure you enter promo code Art and Jacob. And Nicole will do her best and she will give you 10% off your entire purchase, which should cover you know, a little bit of the shipping, a little bit of the taxes. Uh, but at the end of the day, it'll be a lot cheaper experience as well as it lets Nicole know that you are listening and supporting great artists such as herself. But guys, we are not here to talk about coffee beans, drinking coffee beans, getting a stomachache, drinking to- coffee beans or Jesus uh, modeling, you know, super apparel, all the live long the model. Yeah. The, the fucking... Uh, Calvin Klein model, as I like to say. Yeah, man, he's he is a good model. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. One thing I know about Jesus is he constantly is modeling. Yeah, he, he does one of those things like every time he sees a mirror, he just like does like that whole blue steel like from fucking <laughs> one Ben Stiller movie and shit. Yeah, uh, but we're not here to talk about that all day, guys. For one hour, uh, for the fourth, this is our fourth October topic. I want to say. Uh, probably. Yeah. So, welcome to the month of October. We're doing spooky topics all month long. I think we got one more week because the Lord Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has blessed us with five weeks of October. So, next week we'll have our final spooky doopy uh episode. We do a lot of spooky things all year round, but we decided to string these all together. Yeah, back to back to back to back. No, but, no talking about Jaden Smith on this episode. No, that's for the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, so what are we here to talk about today? Guys, let's talk about some the Winchester Mystery House. Mm. Um, this is a topic that I first heard about in like um, hmm, probably the late 90s or something like that. Okay. On some like one of those like mystery shows or something like that. Like, And I remember thinking like, that's so weird. Like that's, that's a weird thing. Uh, uh, you know, just I'll never see that place in my lifetime. Have you seen that place? I, I've been there, yeah. I went there back in 2018, I want to say. Yeah, 2018. Um, I went there and did the tour. And it is a, it is a beautiful place, and I'm glad we're covering it. Um, it was one of those topics that it, it had to be a topic for a for long, long time. Mm. The reason why I threw it out there and be like, yeah, okay, yeah. Because originally I had like Sam Hain or something like that was one of the original topics. Uh, and then, like, some guy at work was uh, getting his car worked on, and he was like, yeah, I'm just I'm on my way to, like, San Jose. We're going to go to the Winchester Mystery House. We go every October. And I was like, what? That's so that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, that's so cool. Like, because one thing I do know is this time of year they do um, candlelit tours. Mm-hmm. And so um, that that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I've, if, if we live closer proximity to it, I might be interested in it, but that's it is a quite a drive. Six-hour drive, yeah. Um, and I was really just in the area because I was going to go to the Bears game that weekend. So I was like, oh, I'm in the area. Let's do this. It's funny. Yeah, we almost went to the Winchester Mystery House uh, when uh, WrestleMania was in uh, Santa Clara, which, you know, this is in. It's at the 49er Stadium. But um, on your way to the 49er Stadium, uh, you have to pass it. And there was like three events there. So we passed it about three or four times. And we're like, hey, should we go check it out? And I guess like it closes like right after one of the events, like literally like when the event closed. Like or when the event was over, like so did the mystery house. Like it closed at, at the same time, so we never got an opportunity. But I was like, man, and it's like just right there off of the freeway. Like you can see like the tippy top of like what they call like the witch house or the witch hat room or whatever. And I was like, man, I really want to check it out because you know everything leading up to it. You hear, I've heard about it throughout my whole life. It's like this this great haunted mansion that even Walt Disney himself he modeled the original haunted mansion right after. 
Yeah, it it seems very similar to that. It's beautiful. Like one of the one of the weird things about it, um, when you first like enter it, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't just show up there. You you have to have a tour that you're gonna go with. So and then there's scheduled tours. So um, we showed up and like we were way ahead of schedule. Like we were supposed to be there for like a three p.m. tour and we got there at like one o'clock. And so we were like, can we just go on the one o'clock tour? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. So they let us do that, but that was pretty cool. Uh, but that's not what I what I was gonna say. The 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 house itself, when you get there, it's like the first part about it is all about the Winchester rifles. Like mm-hmm. it's nothing to do about the house. They have all these like antique rifles. It's pretty cool. That part of the tour is free. You can just walk in and check that part out. Okay. And then there's like these open grounds that you can check out. Um, that part is also free. Um, but let's face it, nobody's there for that shit. Um, the then you have to like enter a um, a, uh, a gift shop, which is like the weirdest wi- gift <laughs> shop ever, because it's like it's it's just toy guns and like stuffed animals. I actually bought my niece a giant like rainbow um, unicorn when we were there, because they had that there for some weird wow, reason. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, there's, it was like the most random things. So we're just there as gifts, and I was like, "This is like nothing to do with the Winchester Mystery House. So I'm just gonna get it because it's fucking weird." You know what's weird? Like speaking of like houses, like on the same thing is like when we went to Hearst Castle, uh, literally like right before COVID, they have like a humongous gift shop uh, that you go through. You actually that's the first thing you go through is like the visitor center slash gift shop or whatever, and they have a bunch of random ass shit too, like that. Like they have like monk like stuffed monkeys and snakes and shit. And I'm like, I guess like because. You know, I guess that's a topic, you know, further on down the line or whatever, like, you know, uh, William Randolph Hearst, like, had his own private zoo or whatever. But, like, once you go to see the house, like, there's no monkeys, there's no snakes, there's, like, none of the shit that's in there. It's just random shit, like, okay, if, if a family of four is going there and, like, you know, you're going to have, like, one kid is like, I want this, you know, it gets them to yeah, spend yeah. money, I guess. But, yeah, that is really random considering what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, it's super random, but... um, but. The tour does not disappoint. I, I was, it's still to this day, like one of the coolest places. They they host weddings there. And I've always thought like, that's a cool place to like have a wedding just because like the way that the, I was going to say the backyard, it's kind of the backyard. Like the mm-hmm. way that the backyard is set up is so cool. Like it's, they let you explore that. Like once you have a ticket, you can go explore it for free. And like, there was like no, nobody watching me or anything. I just went into all the old, like, um, like, uh, where they kept the horses, the stables. Oh, stable. I went and checked them all out. And that's honestly one of the more creepy, I thought that was creepier than like what was going on inside the house. Cause that, those are some of the original buildings there. Cause yeah. they were like almost built around that area. They were originally orange groups around there. Mm-hmm. So some of those were just super fucking like not modern at all. Like, <laughs> like just so weird. And some of the things about the house, like that is unsettling about it is that one it's like modern but like in this like steampunk kind of way like it's it, it as you're doing the tour they they um they ham up the the horror elements of it like they they walk you into this room and it's like all these mirrors and then they do a presentation with all the mirrors there's like a like a projection screen and all this stuff going on and then it's like oh there's it's said to be haunted and all this shit like that. And it's like, they really ham up the, like yeah. the, the horror elements to it. But, um, but it, it is an interesting place. I'm glad we're talking about it. Hell yeah. So you want to go ahead and get into it? Sure. Let's get into it. Yeah. So I'll let you kick it off since you, uh, suggested this topic. So uh, this whole story is going to revolve around one person really. And it's Sarah Winchester. Uh, 
she is. Hold on one second. I lost my place. But anyways, guys, she's kind of she's kind of she's going to be the uh, at the forefront of all this of this whole thing. If the if the name Winchester sounds familiar at all, it's because it's tied to the uh, one of the biggest gun manufacturers in all of American history. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically invented the uh, the Winchester revolving arms rifle, mm-hmm. uh, which, and I'm paraphrasing, every single podcast is probably going to talk about how it's the, the gun in that won 1866, the West. In uh, well, the Winchester uh, went and it the mechanic yeah. and it, made it, it a revolver that shot six. One of the taglines was, is you can load it on Sunday and shoot all week. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Compa- it was like the first gun. Cause consider this, back like before this gun came out, it was like one of those like old like like seventeen hundreds. Like you know, you have to put the bullet in, you have to pack the gunpowder in, you shoot it once, and then like that's all she wrote. Like when you could think of a rifle, but this gun was like the next evolution. This was like the Tesla of guns. Like that that tagline, like you load it on a Sunday and shoot it all week. It was, it was basically true. I believe you had like six or seven rounds in this shotgun that you can shoot off. And like when you're considering like on a battlefield or if you're trying to kill a bunch of Indians to get their land or a bunch of, you know, Mexicans who, you know, not the bad, mind you, cancel culture people. Like I'm half Mexican. This guy's like 116% Mexican or whatever. You got all these Mexicans all over your manifest destiny yeah. land you got to get off or whatever. Like a fucking dude, fucking revolving rifle that's six, six or seven rounds. Like that's... That's a hefty weapon to carry around uh, to win whatever battle you're trying to get into. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it did speed up the amount of people that were dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's how they made their, their fortune, basically. Like, this thing basically, like, revolutionized warfare in general. Like, you went from packing a musket to, like, shooting these, like, round, round after round, basically. Correct. It was pretty cool. It was, I mean, it's it's pretty cool in the sense that like that's a pretty cool historical artifact now and like mm-hmm. again like i said when you get to the tour that's the first thing they show you is all these guns and it is a pretty cool section of, of the tour where you get to check out all these guns um but uh but she you know the the main guy here is william hurt uh winchester he's the main man here and uh, he's the one who designed this whole thing he put this whole thing together and uh he, you know, he does marry Sarah, who becomes Sarah Winchester. Mm-hmm. They kind of start their family. That's 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 pretty much the bread and butter of the origins of the story. I, I didn't want to get too far into depth of like, you know, what was going around in this time period. But I mean, it was it was the cowboy times, basically. This mm-hmm. is like wild wild west. This is the wild wild west. This is indeed the wild wild west, and it's like, you know, something like this. Like I, I can't remember what what their what their like money was I think she only when when he dies so so um William does die eventually sorry guys sorry to spoil the lead yeah. they also have a child together and that child dies mm. uh do you know the the name of the child Annie Annie so once Annie dies and William dies and their father-in-law dies her mother dies his mother dies it, I guess like Uncle Joe dies uh fucking Tupac dies Biggie dies everybody dies Big man. Pun dies Big Fuck, Pun dude Big L dies Dude Big, Big Pun's been coming up a lot lately and I was I was thinking to myself like wouldn't it be funny to have a rapper and name him Big Cum <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's man It's coming Oh man, big cum. <laughs> it's like it's like big pharma, but big cum. 
<laughs> like some like mega corporation that only sells cum. <laughs> you gotta stop big cum. <laughs> they're just milking. They're kidnapping dudes and just milking them like yeah. cows and shit. Uh, they're selling. They're selling cum. His they're, they're flashlight ran out of batteries. They're, 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 give him some more double Ds. They're cutting out the the middleman by selling cum. <laughs> <laughs> the average Joe like myself is going out of business because of the the big cum industry. <laughs> How am I supposed to feed my family? <laughs> what am I supposed to feed my family? Cum. <laughs> Thanks to the big cum industry, that's all I can afford to feed them is cum. <laughs> 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 oh man anyways that joke can go on that joke can go on forever i was gonna do like a thing about cinnamon cum cinnamon cum truck was that cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch i was gonna do a cinnamon cum oh my god anyways. shout out to lot of roads on that one baby but anyways so basically you have like this humongous corporation the winchester revolving arms uh, company um that just becomes this humongous conglomerate in the fucking gun game. Not the cum game, but the gun game. And um, <laughs> you got to think, they're they're selling to every cowboy out there because they have this product that nobody else has. Everybody else is fucking with these one-shot muskets. They got these revolving fucking uh, rifles that you know every cowboy in the Wild West is fucking using. Fucking, uh, there's whole kingdoms you know overseas that are buying like thousand upon thousands of these guns. So this corporation is a billion in today's terms is a multi-billion, if not almost a trillion dollar uh, company. And half of the fucking family dies, and Sarah Winchester inherits that um, inherits that mass amount of wealth. I believe at one point she owned about fifty one percent of the company after everybody dies. So her husband dies. So obviously he gets his cut. Father in law dies. He gets his cut. Uh, fucking the mother in law dies. She gets her cuts because there's no children. The ch- the child that dies, uh, her daughter Annie dies of something called marasmus where the child refuses to eat. Mm-hmm. Now this is a time malnutrition. before Yeah, this is a time before infamil and, you know, feeding tubes and whatnot. So the child basically starves to death and no fault to her own. You know, she tried to feed her like a baby bird, you know That was gonna be another company. It was, but there's a child I involved. just don't want to do that joke. Smart move, boy. Smart <laughs> move. But anyways, <laughs> so she's surrounded by death. It's like that Tupac song, I see death around the corner. Yeah. And she's just like in a bad, bad place. So she goes to this Boston uh, medium who tells her like, hey, the reason- You, you know what? That's a good- Okay, so he go, she goes to, to this medium, right? And one of the things that I do think is important, and I think this will tie into topics down the line, but this time period, we mentioned like, you know, it's- Cowboy time, shout out to Silva Kings, they've deemed it cowboy times. Um, but um uh this is also the time period where like mediums were popular. This is when Ouija boards became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um the um spiritualism had taken over. It was it was kind of the, the new vogue thing to like mm-hmm. be into was like spiritualism and contacting the dead and talking to like fortune tellers and like and playing tarot cards and Ouija boards, it, it was a, it was a really weird time. Even like astrology and shit like that, that was popping off as well. Yeah, but oh, you mean like astrology, like the fucking like what you know, like 
single moms are into. Exactly. This oh, is where I thought you astrology, like the real science. No, not the real science. I'm talking oh, okay. about the bullshit. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> my astrology says, I'm a, I'm a fucking, it's fucking Scorpio season. It's and cancer season. Yeah, oh, that's God, shit. Dude. That's where this gets started as oh, well. Oh, God. Yeah. I just loaded a, a shot, a revolving Winchester shotgun in my mouth when you said that. Shot yourself and it, five and times. It's, and it's pack and cum. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Mia Malkova on that one. But anyways, Mia Malkova. Just Google it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you won't be you won't be disappointed. Okay. I guarantee it. Just like the men's warehouse. But anyways, um, yeah, she goes to this Boston medium and you know, she's trying to you contact her late husband. You know, she's you know, she's in her fields or whatnot. And it's eighteen eighty one. This is when this happens. So uh, her husband dies in eighteen eighty one as well. So she goes and she sees this Boston medium. And, you know, she tells her that, hey, the reason why you're incurring all of this death is due to this company you're associated with. Now, with guns comes a lot of death, right? I mean, again, we said it's the way the West was won was with this gun. And to win the West, like I alluded to earlier, you got to kill a lot of Indians, you got to kill a lot of Mexicans, and you're killing a lot of other folks too, the French, the Spanish, you're, you're killing a lot of folks, as well as overseas. Record number of people are fucking falling down as well. And, you know, you got all sorts of revolutions happening over in Europe and whatnot. And guess what gun they're using? That Winchester revolving rifle. So there's a lot of blood, per se, on uh, Sarah Winchester's hands. Yeah, there definitely was. So obviously this medium that she speaks to kind of convinces her of a couple of things. And this is actually, like, up for debate, what the uh, the medium brings up to her. But it's basically... um, if you want to keep these, like the reason why you're having all this bad luck, and you want to keep these spirits away from you, you need to uh, build a home, and you never need to, and you need to never stop building. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, I believe there's like a term out there where it was like the minute that you need to keep the hammer swinging or something like that. Um, but that even we'll get more into that because there's points in the construction of this house where she goes a couple of years without building shit. Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> that like I don't think that that's 100% true, but um Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story though. Yeah, but that that does sound like the beginning of a good horror movie, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, guys, there's a Winchester horror movie. Get super high. Dude, just do do yourself a favor, get super high, get some of that like Joe Biden like Sleepy Joe marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and like watch this movie because I promise you, you will laugh the whole time. Yeah, it's it's good for the first like forty minutes of it, and then the second half is pretty horrible. But anyways, this is all alluded to in this movie. Uh, she says that yeah, you need to move out west. You need to move as far away as you can because she's the the company's located in New Haven, Connecticut, and she mm-hmm. was born and raised in Connecticut as well. And she says basically, you need to move out as far west as you can, build a house, and never stop building or else you know the the spirits are gonna you know basically kill you so if you the second that you stop building you're gonna succumb to this curse as well so she moves out to uh santa clara the santa clara valley uh it wasn't i believe san jose yet at this time it was just a santa clara valley and it was just basically delano it was a bunch of fucking farmland and fucking orange groves and yeah shit. Delano with good weather and no valley fever that's true yeah uh I can only imagine how beautiful it must have been out there. Like, it's beautiful now, mm-hmm. but like there's like fucking gas stations and homeless people there now. So, yeah. but like I can only imagine back then before like the gas stations and the homeless people took it over. Not to get all Trump guy here, <laughs> but like what's up with all these 
Uh, we didn't have homeless people like this before Big Com took over America. <laughs> the Big Com industry putting all the little guys out of business. <laughs> anyway, not to get all political. I know I know my boy Jesus is listening right now, pumping his fist, going, Yeah, Arch right. Um <laughs> But anyways, yeah. Um she moves out west, buys this like beautiful land, uh orange fields everywhere, orange groves everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and it it is. I will say that it's still beautiful till this day. Like I mentioned, I I've been there and like the lands themselves still keep like a very beautiful like aesthetic to them. She buys this land, um, and basically starts coming up with these these blueprints right off the bat. Like it, mm-hmm. it's almost like the minute she gets there, she starts buying like the best of the best people to come build for her, and. Um, a lot of the best of the best don't don't really want to build for her, uh, which I thought was interesting. That like, so she would pretty much pay like triple the price. Correct. Yeah. Of of what the average person, but she was like willing to pay the price to have like the house built the way she wanted, when she wanted, twenty four hours a day if it needed to be going on. Uh, but that was like really interesting. Like she was she was pretty ahead of the time. She was actually one of the first people in in uh in the United States to uh, hire Asian Americans mm. to like work in construction and she would pay them like triple the construction workers. Not only would she supply them with like homes to like live on the property, yeah. but she would she would pay them like triple what everyone else was paying, which is like everyone was outraged because it's like, "You you're paying them more than white people. They're taking our jobs. <laughs> they're, what's next? They're going to take our cum." <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah basically Chloe Temple on that one. Chloe Temple. Uh yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know who that is either. Um, Google it. I'm going to Google it. I have a feeling I'm going to get like my web searches. Um, <laughs> Express VPN. Use yeah. promo code fighter at checkout. Uh, but uh, but anyways, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, she was paying all these people like Asian Americans. That was like pretty unheard of at the time mm-hmm. where like she was paying like triple what the average wage was. And like these were like Asian immigrants that were just coming giving in. Them, yeah, giving them some kind of gainful employment to be able to make way so that fu- their future generations, you know, can have the American dream. Yeah. Yeah, so she was pretty progressive in that end. I just want to point that out because that was like a big thing that I found pretty interesting in this whole thing. Yeah. Um, one thing, too, that has to be noted is that when she came out and bought all this land, the house that she started building upon was just like a regular farmhouse. So it was oh, a, yeah. basically like a two-story, like... Well, the Waltons type of house or whatever. So it wasn't anything fancy. It was just this regular farmhouse. You know, you mentioned it when you went. There were stables there and whatnot. And there was already, like, you know, gardeners' quarters or whatever. But she immediately just starts improving it. And I saw something that her income at that time in Cowboy Times money, to steal that fucking reference, um, was $1,000 a day. That's still a lot of money in 2021 in Biden's com- yeah. economy or whatever. That's still a lot yeah. of money today. So if she was getting a thousand dollars a day back in like old timey times, like 1881 or what I believe 1884 when she started like the the construction on this house, she's putting a lot of fucking money into this. You could spend, you can get a lot done at Lowe's today with a thousand dollars a day, yeah. and immediately, you know, from. Uh, within a couple of years, she takes this like basic ass fucking two story farmhouse into a seven story fucking megaplex. Yeah, that's ridiculous by today's standards. Like that, it's not the same size today, but still, that's still like fucking ridiculous that it got to that to that point. Mm-hmm. And now, if you've never seen the, the mansion, I I do recommend that you, you know if you're listening to this on your phone or whatever, 
Just fucking Google the house because it, it won't do it justice. Explaining it to to you won't do it justice. Yeah, we could spend I, a whole I, extra podcast explaining. I don't even every think room. pictures do it justice. Like it's it's not till you see it and it and like and like actually like see how weird it is. So right off the bat, you have to keep in mind Sarah Sarah Winchester. I believe was only like four foot nine or something like that. She was a very small lady. Yeah. And she had really bad arthritis in her knees. Yeah. So the way that the house is built, like, there's steps, right? The steps are only, like, four inches off the ground. Mm -hmm. So when you do the tour, you're constantly doing, like, little step, little step, little step, little step. And it's just so weird. Like, one of the the weirdest ones is she had, like, this drive-in stable. So, like, her horse driver or whatever, like, would drive in and like, into the house and like have the horse in there and then she would hop in and like they would be able to get out. it was so cool it like was like a so, drive through yeah it was like a drive through in her house for like her her horse and buggy to pull up okay it was super cool um that was one of those things but but again like it it doesn't really do it justice because it's it's like one of those weird things like you know like um like the fibonacci sequence mm-hmm. like you you're so accustomed to seeing like a door where a door's supposed to be a window where a window's supposed to be um, there's one room in particular where like the door is on the ground and it's like in the middle of the room. And that one was really weird because it just, obviously a door in the middle of the room is, is really weird. Um, the most famous one is that one, the door to nowhere where it basically opens up into like, you can fall out. Yeah. Like four stories down. Yeah. They don't let you get close to that one. The tour, you had to go outside and see it Goddamn from, from the outside. Goddamn liberals and their fucking yeah. safety rules. All these liberals ever since Joe Joe Hillary Clinton Biden took over. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Um, Gavin Newscum. Yeah. Gavin, you come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ever since they took over, it's been like this downhill, dude. Yeah. Back when fucking Trump was in charge, they used to let kids jump off the off the door. Yeah. Um, freedom, baby. Yeah, what what's freedom. happened to it? It's yeah. getting eroded day by day. Yeah. Fucking socialist. Dude, I hate it. Um, Next thing you know, they're gonna they're gonna make me. You're, I, I, if I want to drink a gallon of cum, then so be it. All right. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, so yeah, I mean, the house itself has the, all these little trippy attributes to it. I think one of the things that two of the rooms I, I like to discuss. One of them is um, a garden, which was like I think customized for her. Uh, it was an indoor garden, which is like still to this day pretty groundbreaking because basically she wanted to water the plants inside, and all the water would just drain out without having any like issue to the foundation of the house it's still super like revolutionary i was like this is beautiful like when we were in there i was like this is so cool like this does not look like anything i've ever been in before and there's a lot of innovations too like uh one of the first modern showers every before this everybody oh, like yeah. just bathed regularly like in a tub of their own well, that was shit. her personal one there's only yeah. one of those in the entire yeah but like that was groundbreaking uh had one of the first intercom systems as well like were you talking to like uh, this tube basically and it goes through like this house or this series of like tubes and pipes or whatever and this is a massive facility and you can be at the front of the house speaking to one of these tubes and they'll hear you in the back of the house that was f- that, that was unheard of and um one podcast that i was listening to that got into way too detail <laughs> of the fucking house or whatever um said this was because she was well traveled she was well educated well traveled when she was a younger woman and uh, she actually fell in love with the idea of the Masons, not the conspiracy theory of the fucking Illuminati and whatnot, but like all the fucking um, things that the Masons would do, you know, the building and you know the innovations that they would do. And then she would go overseas, you know, chum it up with, you know, some Masons over there. And, you know, they would discuss, you know, building plans and whatnot and, you know, 
all the innovations that they were doing and taking part of and whatnot. So she was well-versed in a lot of like architecture. She wasn't an architect, but she was well-versed in what was going on in different places. Basically what I'm saying is, is get out of your small town, travel a little and look at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. She was, she was pretty intelligent. Like she spoke four languages. She played a bunch of different instruments. She like, she was, she was kind of a, uh, a lot of the designs that she came up with, those are her designs. And people might say, well, maybe that's why they're so fucked up because, you know, she has doors that open to no, like literally to a wall. But she designed those herself. Like they were trippy, like by design. Like she was designing these things. And now that we're there of like the designs themselves, there's another room, the seance room. And that room is the one that they like, they lead you through it because it's, it's so cool. Like it's, and a lot of places had seance rooms, so I don't mm-hmm. want to make this one sound like it was like its own like weird thing. But the way it was designed, I think it was only like one way in, like the door open only opened from one way, and then only exited from one way. So like you had to come in one way and leave another way because that door wouldn't open from that direction. Yeah. And um, apparently she would go there every every night at like two two a.m. Twelve. So this is one thing that the movie got right. There's a lot of mistakes in the movie, but uh, the bell would toll at 12 because that's, I guess, when spirits would wake up. Uh-huh. And so the, the, she would toll the bell. She would go into that seance room until 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, yeah. So she would do that and then come out with, like, new designs for for basically building designs. And one of the, I want to say, workers or groundskeepers said that um, accidentally she she witnessed her doing this, going into that room, and this is his allegation. I'm saying it's true or not, uh, but I guess like you know, when she went into that room, she her eyes rolled in the back of her head. She started drawing out these designs on you know this paper, yeah. and um, in the next morning, she gives it to the foreman. And when he was looking at that paper, the handwriting on the paper that you know she gave him uh, didn't match the handwriting that was on their paychecks that you know she would write out. Uh, so what he's alluding to basically is that spirits or ghosts or whatever were speaking through her on how to design these new rooms and add-ons to her, her home. I, uh, I believe it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't believe that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's, that's to me like where like the, I guess like the, the mystery of it and like what makes it a good podcast to like talk about. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's the interesting part of it, right? It's like, oh, is it was she possessed? Did she like get taken over by a like, fucking demon? And like, <laughs> no, demons coming at three. Oh, okay, yeah, this is the, the semen demon, the the semen <laughs> demon at two a.m. Like, you know, like, shout out to a Bella Danger. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, you better listen back to this podcast. I probably will. I'm I'm kind of fixated on my own things right now. I'm a, I'm a big. I, I assume these are porn actors. Which is, <laughs> um, so I, I've been kind of like. I'm a huge April O'Neil fan, but anyways, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, some of this stuff is like so over the top, like just way over the top. Where it's just like, like that probably didn't happen. Like mm-hmm. you know, we, if you watch the movie, like they really emphasize like, the whole like, oh, there's a a fascination with the number thirteen throughout this whole thing, which is true. Yeah, like a lot of the things in this house are related to thirteen. So if you look at the stained glass, uh basically like artwork that she has throughout her home. It involves the number 13. There's usually like 13 of something in all the, all the stained glasses. I think there's only 13 bedrooms and everything mm-hmm. else is like just 13 average. bathrooms as well. I think something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely has a fascination with the number 13, 
Um, I guess she didn't like sleeping in, in the same room any, twice. twice, so she would just kind of like sleep around, basically, like go to different rooms. <laughs> not, um, not, in a fucking, not in a sexual way. Not in a Katrina Jade way, but fucking, um, yeah, it was just like, I guess she said, that she, the reason why they made the room so weird and complex, like there would be stairways that would lead to nothing, doors that would open up to, you know, another fucking wall. Uh, the reason why she would do this is because she was trying to confuse those spirits that she was trying to appease by continuously building. Yeah. Um, she also li- lived with her niece, which I think makes a can. It's been a couple of years since I've seen the movie, but yeah, her niece she, is in that. Her movie. niece is in that movie, but yeah, her niece plays plays a big role in in her life because it's basically the only other person that lived with her, and the only other person that she like would have dinner with and lunch with and and stuff like that. So it was just basically like her only homie. Yeah. Um, which super super interesting. Like her niece's room is like the only room that like, um. That I guess like constantly had someone sleeping in it. Okay. Um. Everyone, all the other ones were just like weird. Like even like her room, like the room that she dies in, that's almost towards where they finished the tour at. Okay. You get to go in her room in the room that she she died in, and it's just like it's so over the top. Like, like oh my god! Like the 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 grandeur of everything is just like the doorknobs, the everything about it is just like so fucking like over the top where it's like she had like a giant fireplace in her and like in her bedroom and like the, her bed is like super large and gothic i think i have a picture of it on my instagram but it's just like it, it's just so over the top that i can see how people would be like damn this place is definitely haunted because it, it's it's crazy one thing i want to bring up too is or a couple of things i want to bring up the first one being uh, in 1906, like that's the big earthquake in San Francisco that happened. So originally, this house was seven stories tall. Uh, now I believe it's only four stories, and it's be- predominantly because of the San Francisco earthquake of 1906. And um, it did a lot of fucking damage to this house. I believe like the first three stories of the house like collapsed into themselves. And the only reason why the whole house didn't collapse is because it was built upon something again to speak to that innovation. Uh, was built on something called a floating foundation, which means that, you know, it's able to move and sway with the movement of the fucking earthquake. So that's the big reason why a lot of, like, the the house is still standing today. A lot of the same architecture is. Another reason why is because it was made entirely of redwood, which I guess is supposed to be a really sturdy wood. Uh, But she hated the way it looked. That's the bed that she died in. Let me see. And I'll put this on YouTube as well. Yeah, that's fucking, yeah. It, it's so over the top. Like, that's just her bed. Like, can you imagine sleeping in that bed every night where you're like, oh, I, I, dude, I, that looks like it costs more than a fucking house. This is just a regular house. <laughs> that's that door to nowhere um, door that just goes out to nothing. Mm-hmm. And they have it clearly labeled door to nowhere. <laughs> um, it kind of looks like Disneyland, too, a little it, bit. It does. I mean, that's probably the other thing I really like about it. That there's, like, this well-kept, like, well, like, Attention it doesn't to detail. Fe- yeah, it doesn't feel haunted to me. Like it, it doesn't. Like it just feels really beautiful. Like every time, yeah, the, the, I think about it, I'm just like, this does this would fit right in in Disneyland. It is like that attention to detail too, where it's just like nothing was just. I mean, a lot of stuff was built just to build it, but the uh, the thought process behind it. So the whole house was made out of redwood, which is very very good wood to make a house out of but she hated the way it looked so she had it all like restained and painted to look like another type of wood like a more pleasing wood so like i think that was pretty awesome um as well as uh, we didn't get into like the rooms and whatnot so there's like 161 rooms 
uh, six kitchens, 13 bathrooms, 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, because one just wasn't enough for all those spirits, uh, 47 fireplaces, 17 chimneys, and I believe there was like a whole hall. It was just a whole hallway that was like lined up with like about four or five different um uh, chimneys, like which I was like, well, that's super weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a hall, just a random ass hall. Uh, two basements. I don't even know how that fucking works. And then at the time, one of the, three of the first elevators on the West Coast. Um, also, ten thousand window panes, and um, they're still finding different rooms to this day. I believe one show I was listening to uh, the other day said they uncovered a doorway. It looked like it was something else originally, and then they think what happened is during the 1906 earthquake, they built over it, so it just looked like a wall. But I guess they had to do like some like renovation or replace like some wallpaper or whatnot, and they found another door, and the door led up to a, a hidden attic that they didn't know about, and in that attic, there was like this push organ that was like almost perfectly preserved. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the stained glass, when you walk in, that's the other thing, that there's a room full of nothing but her stained glasses that just didn't get used. Mm-hmm. They're just there. And I guess, like, some of them are worth, like, like $10 million by itself. Like, it's just stained glass that's just lying there. And it's just like, yeah, this one's worth, like, $50 million. <laughs> and it's like... Well, so a lot of the stained glass, it came from Tiffany Company. And, like, even now, like, that, that shit's, like, fucking expensive. And she yeah. had that shit custom made by Tiffany Company. And I believe there was one piece and it just speaks to the opulence of it. it again yeah it was like something ridiculously worth like 35 million dollars and it was supposed to go like in one of those doors uh that faced uh, the outside and whenever light went through it it was supposed to shine like this perfect like kind of like that pink floyd album dark side of the moon like there was a rainbow coming out of it or whatever yeah, yeah. so once light came out of it there was supposed to it was like supposed to shine light like as a rainbow throughout the whole room illuminate through the whole room but instead of putting it in a room that faced where the sun would have shined, it's faced somewhere where the sun doesn't shine, so you never get that fucking effect unless you remove it from the door, which they're not going to do. Yeah. Um, there's also the room where, like, you go in and, like, your echo will, like, surround you. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is, yeah, that witch's hat room. Yeah, so, like, that that was pretty pretty wild where it's just, like, I don't think we got to go there in in the on the tour. I don't I don't remember that room, but I know that that's one of the rooms in there where like you go in there and like the echo surrounds you and it's like it's pretty wild. I mean, we went through a lot of rooms in the house and then we still didn't get to get them all, you know, like <laughs> I know when you go to the website there's like six different tours. Yeah, and like one of the things that did happen on our tour was like somebody asked like did has anything creepy ever happened to you the the to the tour guide, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the guy was like, you know, so he like stops like the tour and like, and he, he stopped the tour th- many times throughout the, the time, but he like stops it and he's just like, we're all crammed in this like little room. It's like 20 people in like the size of this room, right? So it's like, yeah. it's all crammed. It's pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. So like nobody thought anything about, about it. But anyways, um, <laughs> um, he's like telling us this story about how like, yeah, I don't know. The story itself was just like, yeah, one time this like lady was like, you know, she started choking on her own cum and like, anyways, <laughs> in the middle of all this, shout out to Brandy Love. In the middle of all this, like, somebody like randomly opens like a door that like no one's paying attention to. Oh wow! And, and then uh, like it just slams open, and then it's like someone from a different tour, like they had gotten lost, and they were like, oh sorry guys, and then like closes the door and like keeps going. It's like sorry I got lost, and then it's like. 
And then everyone kind of laughs, like, because it was, like, so, like, <laughs> like unexpected. unexpected. Yeah. Like, it caught everybody off guard. But perfect time. Yeah, I was like, damn. Like, it's like, yeah, stuff like that happens all the time. But um, but apparently the guy did tell a story. Now I remember, like, the guy told a story about how the tour was going on. And um, at the end of the tour, somebody was like, oh, didn't that elderly man, where did that elderly man go? We might have lost him on the tour. Mm. And the guy was like, no, this is all 20 people uh, accounted for on the tour. There was no elderly man. And it was like, oh, no, it was a ghost. Yeah. The ghost was on tour with us. You hear a lot of stories like that. Um, one being like a boy. Uh, <coughs> you hear people, yeah, I was on tour. And there was like this little boy like, you know, running around, you know, the tour being like one of those wild children that doesn't yeah. have discipline in their All life, these right? Jaden Smiths. Yeah, these fucking Jaden Smith fucking kids or whatever. And at the end of the tour, one of the ladies is like, hey, did 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 somebody like grab like that kid or whatever? Like, is he okay? Did he find his parents? And everybody's like, what kid? And she's like, yeah, there was a kid like telling us or whatever. And I guess like the tour guide takes her aside and shows her a picture of like this like old timey photo or whatever. And was like, do you mean this kid? And I guess it was like a child that died there. Um, it was like one of the worker's children. I guess he got stuck like in a fruit drying machine or whatever, and he passed away on the property. He goes, yeah, he makes an appearance every once in a while here. And um, I was listening to another show, and they were talking about how that topic was suggested to them by a worker who worked at the Winchester Mystery House. And um, she gave them a story where um, one of the people on the tour was saying hey i really appreciate like how much attention to detail you guys put into this and how well you've been able to keep up the house and that was pretty cool how like you have like all these like character time actors you know walking through the premises and they're like we don't hire actors at all to be here like we have tour guides and people working in the gift shop you know selling fucking rainbow fucking uh, unicorns and shit but we don't got actors that work here and she goes yeah no I saw a bunch of people like walking around here like fucking cowboy times and shit and they're like no we don't have anything like that and they logically go to the explanation like oh it must have been a ghost yeah you know the, the one of the creepiest rooms in there and I mentioned the stables before that room where you wait for her um, for like you wait for the tour to begin you wait for it where like her like her horse and buggy would roll up. Mm-hmm. That's one of like the creepiest rooms, like because it's just like a hallway, like of of waiting, and it's just like, dude, this is this. If if any room in here is haunted, this is the one. Like, this this is the one. I I don't believe the seance. Like every other room was like goddamn beautiful. Like mm-hmm. everything was just like over the top. Like the door hinges. Like everything was just like fucking spectacular. Like mm-hmm. I I just couldn't believe the kitchen. Was like incredible. Like the kitchen was like, they do have like one of the fake, six. <laughs> yeah, they have like fake like breads there for like to to give you a, and like this is where we would bake breads and we would bake like a whole feast mm-hmm. and she would only eat like a cupcake and go to bed and like, but but all the fucking workers got to eat here, um and it was just like ridiculous. Like it was just and that was the other thing. I guess like most most people that were like wealthy and white. Would be like, oh, you guys gotta go eat outside the fucking, go eat behind the horses kind of thing. And uh-huh. like, she would just be like, yeah, just give me a fucking cupcake and like, I'm cool. You guys can have the rest of this food that you guys been cooking all day. That's cool. And so like, um, yeah, I, I I thought the kitchen was like incredible. Like you mentioned the shower, that like so many things about it were like so fucking cool. Like I do know the two. Like one of the things that struck me as odd, and there was an explanation of it when I like dug into the reason why, is like one of the toilets like. It's just a toilet 
like the room is just a toilet, right? And it's a door. And it's like in a random part of the house too. It'd be like this closet, like had a toilet in it or whatever, right? And the door that closes it has like a gigantic mirror, not a mirror, but like it's a, a, a window in it. So basically you can shut the door, but like it does no good. Maybe it just seals in like the, the smell of caca, but uh-huh. um, you can see right through it or whatever. And I was like, dude, that's fucking weird as shit too. Like, you know, you fucking close the door and it's just like this window, this gigantic window. You can still see the person like taking a yeah, poo yeah. on and they said, like, oh, no, Sarah had that built because she was very, like, feisty and still independent, like, into her, like, later years. But she had, like, a home nurse that would have to watch her. So, like, when she went to the bathroom, like, she still wanted to do that on her own. But she made, like, this this window in the door uh, because she wanted to make sure, like, hey, she didn't fall and, like, crack her hip or anything yeah. like that. So you, you get to see that. You get to see that toilet yeah? on the tour, yeah. I'm going. You get to see, so when the earthquake happened, the big earthquake happened, um, she gets locked in, mm-hmm. in one of the rooms, and you actually get to see the, the room that she was locked in, and you get to see the door that still has, like, the crowbar markings and all that oh, stuff wow. from, like, breaking her open and stuff like that. I was like, dude, that shit is fucking nuts. I do think, I think the tour is only, like, $13. For dude, $13 is like, dude, trust me, this tour is worth the $13. Yeah, it keeps the fucking house, like, looking pristine. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned, like, the, the house that she, or the room that she gets locked in. Because um, I was trying to look up ghost stories that are associated with uh, the Winchester house. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to read it. Um, Go for it. One of the, uh, it's a short little paragraph. Uh, the 1906 earthquake that destroyed the San Francisco area also caused serious damage to Mrs. Winchester's house. In fact, she was trapped in a room until her workers were able to set her free. Deeply shaken by her experience, Miss Winchester had the room sealed. It stayed that way until last year when the room was opened. This article was written in 2018. so uh, The room was opened and added to the tours. On one of those tours, a guide gathered participants in the room, explained the history, and pointed out the objects found inside more than 100 years after being sealed. The guide heard a loud sigh in the hallway and went outside to bring in the straggler. She didn't find any tourists, but she did see a small ghostly form gliding around the corner. The guide quickly followed it. She still didn't see anyone, yet she heard another sigh. Perhaps Mrs. Winchester had used the sealed room as a refuge from the tourists. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. That sounds like Miss Winchester. Yeah. Uh, and another one, um, it's called the Hall of Fires. So that that hall. Um, the fireplaces. Yeah, with all the fireplaces called the Hall of Fires. Uh, some employees who worked at the mansion for Mrs. Winchester are said to have stayed on after their deaths. There are footsteps heard uh, shuffling to and from Mrs. Winchester's rooms. Her servants? There's an apparition with black hair who is frequently spotted pushing a wheelbarrow. Perhaps that laborer is what a what is present day worker encountered in the hall of fires. So names for as many fireplaces prior to the mansion opening for tours. One day, the worker was on a ladder. He felt a tap on his shoulder, turned around and no one was there. The worker refocused his attention on his task. That's when he felt what seemed like a hand pressing against his back. He was still the only one in the room, but not for long. That worker got out of, got out of there fast, leaving the other worldly laborer alone to handle the job himself. That I don't know about. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I I guess I guess at this point, let me ask you how you feel about about this whole Winchester Mansion and whether you think it's haunted or not. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell whether you think it's haunted or not. You know, just from like stories, because everything everything I hear about all these stories, like I, you could tell me, like we talked about what was that one castle? 
we talked about one time with um oh um uh, Loftus Castle. Loftus doesn't with ring a bell. with with uh, Copper Kelly or Lep Castle as well. Uh, not with Copper Kelly with um, what's his name? Your other friend, Vincent. We did a fucking haunted. We did a haunted castle episode with Vincent one time. Oh, the fucking portal to hell one. Yeah, I can't remember what that one was called. Yeah, I forgot what that one was called. Um, the one like in the Czech Republic or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what that was called. But anyways, I'm sure it's creepy as hell. I'm sure it is like you know lives up to the hype and all this stuff. But like, it's always really hard for me just hearing these stories for me to be like, yeah, that's definitely haunted. I would. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody was like, if, would you spend a weekend there for a million dollars? I was like, yeah, I would spend the weekend there. Like, I would I'm, happily take your money. Yeah, like, for me, like, I, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that stuff. I do think that's like, it's whatever you put into it, like, whatever you get back. But it's like, like, would you, would you go to, to that castle and like play the Ouija board? See, I wouldn't fuck with a Ouija board. This place? See, at that, any place. Like, I would, uh, that castle place. No, because I don't want to fuck with. I, I, I've maybe I'm the wrong person to ask because I grew up in a house. We've told this story many Dude, times. We did. Yeah, go back <laughs> to some of the earlier episodes. <laughs> I grew up in a fucking haunted house. Fucking had to have two exorcisms done done on it. So I don't fuck with that shit just because I, I, I know that shit's real. Um, when people talk about Winchester Castle or you know some of these other places that are supposedly haunted, and even one place labeled it the House of a Thousand Ghosts and whatnot. Yeah, it's a haunted mansion building. Yeah. yeah. Um, people say that, and you would expect to find more ghost stories. Those are literally the stories I just told, like the little boy and the you know, the, the guy that felt a tap on his shoulder and uh, the fucking the sighing, you know, Mrs. Winchester once they opened up the room thing. That's really all you get. There's a video, um, surveillance footage of, like, a light going back and forth in one of the windows. I mean, it could be... It could be like a security guard cell phone. I don't know. It's so far away. And then there's like another uh, picture, I guess, at the Winchester Instagram like they posted where somebody took like, you know, uh, promotional footage, uh, photos of the house and somebody noticed like what looked like a, a ghost in the window kind of thing. And it's just like, oh, okay, that could be anything. And that'd be the reflection of the fucking clouds outside or whatnot. Uh, but you would. My whole thing is like you would expect to hear more stories if this is truly the place of a thousand ghosts. Um, one psychologist was talking about this. Why it feels so creepy in there uh, is because of all the weird architecture. Like we mentioned, there's stairways yeah. that go to nowhere. There's doors that open up from the floor. Like all these weird things. Like you were mentioning, like our minds sit, think that like, hey, there's supposed to be a door here, and there's not. And there was like a whole drive-through horse carriage thing. Like it's a really weird setup to the like everything has a weird, really weird setup to it, which our minds we get scared because it's it's one of those fight or flight things. Like we start to get that anxiety because it's like okay, this is a weird foreign place. We need to get the fuck out of here, and that's called legibility, where we we need that door to be on the far left as opposed to in the middle of a room. We need the fucking this many uh, windows here that need to have four panes or two panes, if you will, not 13. Like it sets off the 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 triggers in our mind. He goes, that's called ineligibility. When something an illeg- illegible, that becomes illegible. Illeg- words are hard, goddammit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Illegible yeah. in our minds. And that's why you get that creepy feeling. 
And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because doing my research and goddamn, I tried to find as many ghost stories as I could. And you really don't find it. And throughout history, you really don't get a, a well-documented account of fucking creepy things going on until after the house is, after she passes in 1922. And there's stories like, there's still nails that are halfway, you know, through the wood because work immediately stopped once she passed away. Once her heart stopped beating, you know, the, the workers stopped working. You really don't have anything during her time or even really after. The only thing I could find was, I guess, like in 1924, Harry Houdini, like, wanted to visit the seance room. And I guess Houdini was very notorious for trying to debunk, you know, bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I guess he went there and he goes, well, I'm not going to say it's haunted, but there's definitely a creepy feeling to it. And once I read what that like psychologist was talking about when he was talking about the theory of legibility, how it gives you like that creepy feeling, I was like, oh, that's probably what Houdini was feeling. And that's probably what a lot of people feel like when they're going through this weird, creepy built house. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I've, I'm not, I don't believe in ghosts, so I don't know. I don't think that there's ghosts. When I went there, I didn't, I didn't get like a ghost vibe. I do think that it's, one of the things that is unsettling about it is the the way that it's built. Obviously, like little steps are weird. Doors that open to no nothing are weird. Um, there's also like a weird thing with uh, there's no AC in the building, right? So it's but it's constantly like good weather. Like you're constantly like in a relatively cool room. Every room you go into, mm. uh, that's part of the architecture of it. But that is kind of weird that you walk into a room and some rooms are just colder than others, though. But it, and well, they, there's an explanation it's because she was one of the first people to develop like woolen installa- insulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so, uh, and, and that's what I mean. Like that's one of the things that I think is like creates that element. But I think a lot of old houses and a lot of old buildings kind of give you that vibe. Um, I'm not saying that that's a ghost. I'm just saying like that's one of those things that just adds to the allure of this this Correct, whole yeah. this whole building. I think it's beautiful. I think it's worth the the thirteen dollars or whatever it is to do the tour. I don't know. We're in Biden's economy. Um, it might be fifteen yeah. now. Yeah, you gotta do fifteen dollars in a jar of cum before you can get <laughs> come in here. Um, yeah, no, it's like it's 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 a really unique place. It really is. It's not that far if you live in California. It's really not that far. I, I do highly recommend it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think – I mean, dude, one day, man, we just got to do an episode where we, like, go to, like, a, a haunted location because, like, I just – I, I, I want to see something. The other day, Ben Ben tagged me and Monica into, like, the Browning Lady Road ghost or whatever, and it's, like, it, it all just feels like not, like a bunch of nothing. Like, mm. it, it – Every time I hear ghost stories, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, I just doesn't 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 do it for me. Like it doesn't really ring a bell. It doesn't really like. I don't. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's answers for things and like not to be all like, not to be all like fucking Doctor Fauci over here. But like <laughs> I think sometimes science does have a lot of answers to these things and yeah. like and like I think science does answer the psychology of the human brain answers like a lot of it as well. Mm. And I think that that's, that's one of those things that I do like strongly believe in. I do strongly believe that if you put someone in like a dark room, like they would probably get freaked out, you know, even though you're at fucking Disneyland or whatever. Like it's just like every fucking place is like a according to someone, every place Disneyland's haunted. Every like, how can we not see like more ghosts in hospitals? Like you would think like that's where a lot of people die. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you hear stories about ghosts every once in a while. And it's just like, 
Yeah, we don't hear that many. And you would think, like, for the amount of people that die in them, like, it would be fucking, like, littered with fucking Slimer all over the place. Like, like it would just, they would have to call it Ghostbusters and do seances there all the time. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg would have yeah, to, like... like... You would think, like, but it's just, like, it's it's not that. It's, like, I don't know. It, it, it's always one of those things that always trips me out about ghost you're, stories. You're right, yeah, on that. Um, I do believe that, I mean, there is that world exists or whatever, but I do think it's... It's not here in the Winchester house. Uh, BuzzFeed um, Unsolved, a lot of topics that we cover, I always used to, I always usually, you know, click on their video first, like when I'm doing like research or whatever. I feel like they cover like the basics really well. And they actually do this topic twice, you know, once where they do like what we're doing, they cover like the basics. And then the second one in like one of their Halloween specials, they actually spend the night in the Winchester Mystery House. And literally, like, nothing happens. You can tell they're trying to get something to happen, kind of like Zach Bat. One of many Zach Baggins is fucking... Is that the douchebag guy? Yeah. Zach Baggins? Yeah, with the glasses or whatever. I think he's banging um, Holly from The Girls Next Door. But, um, yeah, you, you can tell they're trying to ham up some stuff. But, like, it, like nothing happens the whole night there. And I'm just like, huh, I, I really... I'm That legibility thing that the psychologist was talking about, I'm, like, really thinking, like, that's probably what it is. When something's foreign to us, our lizard, our lizard brain. I think kicks that's in. what it is. Like I don't want to say ninety percent of the time I hear about ghosts, but every time I hear about ghosts, it's either like too good to be true, like oh my god, like you saw you saw a man and he was wearing a three piece suit and he had a monocle on, and it was like you saw all that shit. Or it's like oh yeah, this candle flickered, and it's like almost nothing, and it's like <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me you saw nothing. I remember one time like. uh I had some friends and they were doing like some like Ouija war thing, or whatever. They were like contacting and then like they were filming it and like the candle like literally did that little like little thing. And it's like candles just do that. Yeah. Like oxygen. If, if fucking, yeah. It's like every candle you go to Home Goods or whatever, like Bed Bath and Beyond or whatever, if you watch the candle long and long, long enough, like once the, the wick like gets like a weird part of it, it'll like do that little thing. Mm. And like they like freak out. They're like, oh, it's a ghost. It was responding. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck. Like so many things. I'm just like, like I met this dude one time and he was telling me he saw a ghost one time and like he was like describing the ghost. And I was, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it, he had a crown and he was like, oh, like, like transparent and like, and I was like, I was like, where, where was this? I was like, oh, it was at my old house. And I was like, here in Bakersfield? I was like, yeah, here in Bakersfield. I was like, why would there be a motherfucker in fucking, like, the hood, like, <laughs> on, Niles where, Street. on Niles, wearing a crown? Like, that was like a dead pimp you saw. Like, I don't know what the fuck you saw. Like, <laughs> like what the, that, makes, that makes no fucking sense at all. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you were just fucking on drugs as a child. You're on PCP, man. You were, your mom put too many suppositories in your butt that night. <laughs> You were tripping balls, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So I really don't got anything else on this topic um, other than uh, what I wanted to bring up to why would Sarah, why would she build this house so fucking crazy? And I guess my theory is it's just like maybe she was just manic depressive. We've all yeah. been, the, again, like we mentioned at the beginning of this show, she was experiencing a lot of death. The death of her own one and only child, Annie. You know, that will fuck you up for a while. I mentioned back in 2011, I had I was dealing with a lot of death. And it, I was dealing with a lot of manic depressives. Like, well, I would wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, go to the gym for two hours, work my eight-hour job, you know, come home, eat a fucking turkey sandwich, and then go work a whole other six hours and then wake up until, like, fucking 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, wake up at five again and do that whole thing again for like two, three, four years, I think it was. 
And so like, I was just like, why am I doing this? And it was all just to like exercise out those like bad feelings or whatever. And that's what I was kind of like leaning into. I was like the, the why of it all. Like why would Sarah build this? Maybe, maybe that medium, there was a medium that told her that about the spirits, you know, from the guns that from yeah, the Winchester yeah. rifle killed or whatever. Maybe that did happen. But maybe she did it because it was just like, hey, she's working through a lot of fucking feelings there. That's a lot to take in. When uh, she was child. really into architecture. Yeah, I would say like losing a child is probably one of the toughest things that a human can go through. And like she experienced that and then she lost the comfort of having her husband there. Like that's that's a pretty tough double blow. Like I think mm-hmm. those two things are enough to, to destroy a person. And uh, she found her way to, to keep herself going and like... Um, spiritualism was like a big thing of the time. Um, I think a lot, I mean, if like CrossFit was around, she probably would have gotten into CrossFit. There's no doubt about it. Like, I mean, whatever. And I I make, I, I say a joke about that, but I do think that like, that is true. That is like one of the things that I think that, um, different people handle different things. Like alcoholism is a thing. Like different people like find escapes to, to things like that. People try to lot make it like there's some people that get into like oh I'm super religious now like now everything's a sign from God or the devil and it's just like <laughs> oh whatever like just because your husband left you and now you're in a pyramid scheme doesn't like like whatever like everything <laughs> like is not is that not true like people that get obsessed true. with those things like people like either become super religious or now I'm in a pyramid scheme or now I'm like doing CrossFit and like I need to tell the world, oh, now I'm vegan. Like yep. now I need to do this whole, now I have a podcast. Like whatever, yep. whatever, yep. whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's the, it's the reality of like, of human nature where it's just like, it's whatever, it, whatever it is that is going to numb the, the, the pain of it. And like, you're right. Yeah. And that's, she found that she found that thing to like numb the pain. Um, but at some point, you just kind of like. And then you mentioned too that like there would be years that she would take off. So the, well, the she would take off. That's why I don't believe the full story because there were times where like she couldn't find anybody to 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 build anything, and like there were like gaps that gaps in building. There were moments where she'd be like, "Eh, I want to build on this side of the house now. Like, let's leave this for later." Mm-hmm. Like, and she would just kind of get on these tangents. And I think that some of those designs were her own. I think that it was probably like just a passion of, of hers at that point. Like I like designing. Like if you had the, if your passion was to design and to build and you had like m- millions of dollars in the bank, you would just be like, fuck it. Like I'm just going to build a, a house and put like fucking doors where the windows should be and windows where the doors should be. Cause she can't, she's got fucking yeah. money. Yeah. It's, yeah like, it's like nobody questions Jeff Bezos for going out of space with fucking <laughs> like dick spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, fuck that guy. Like, dude, I can't stand like billionaires. You're right though. I mean, when you think about it, like this is old timey times. Like you can't go out there and buy a fucking MacBook pro like for $6,000 or whatever. Right. Or whatever the most expensive one is. Like, you can't, like, you know, waste money on fucking, you know, $1,000 fucking Yeezys or whatever fucking is out there. Like, there's a lot of bullshit out there to buy. But back, like, in cowboy times, like, what are you going to go, like, buy the most expensive bottle of turpentine? Like, no. Like, yeah. what 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 what's be the most opulent thing to do? Make the most grandiose fucking house and put your own fucking spin on it. Like, that would be the most, yeah. the biggest fuck you money kind of thing. Like, because what else is she going to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, we saw the guys. Boom, you're welcome. <laughs> Tell you, Mommy, a boo with two. Shout out Elizabeth Jackman. Shout out Elizabeth Warren. Uh, shout out Podbelly Network. Tell you, Mommy, a boo with two. Shout out Robots for Eyes. We're coming for you guys. We're going to we're gonna take over the whole like Christmas skipping thing. Yeah. We're going to slash your tires. <laughs> we're going to just go across the pond. We're going to come in your coffee. 
<laughs> we're gonna send you out vials oh, of our own oh, cum. Here's here's a jar of creamer. <laughs> <laughs> Put it's, that in your. It's, you it's can a, suck on that. It's on the house. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gift. Uh, another one of these pod belly gifts to, to robot fry. <laughs> Please take a picture of yourself <laughs> drinking the coffee. <laughs> it's cum, guys. It's it's it was cum all along. Shout out to Heather Vaughn. But with that said, guys, art is correct. If you like this podcast, you want to hear other <laughs> great podcasts. I'm sure Sofa King already covered this topic. I know. I don't know uh, if they did, but I'm sure they did. Yeah, um, I'm almost positive of it. Uh, shout out to Graveyard Tales. Shout out to Graveyard Shift. Shout out to Paranormal Punchers. I'm sure they've also covered this topic as well. But if they haven't, there are other great podcasts for the month of October that you can delve into and listen to some spooky topics. Uh, if you want to get at us on the social medias, if you don't appreciate the cum jokes, or if you want to know more about the the ladies of the night that I was shouting out, hit us up at Art and Jacob Do America on all the social medias except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A One. Uh, if you want to support us. Don't go to tpublic.com like Art said. Go to artjacobdoamerica.com. Click on the tpublic link where you can find all of our um, our merchandise on there. And like I always say, it's not to financially support us or do anything like that. Yeah, we'll get like 25 cents for a t-shirt, maybe two bucks for a sweatshirt or whatever. But it's like a walking billboard. I want everybody just to buy a shirt, buy a bandana, buy a face mask. COVID is still a thing. The Delta Plus variant is out there. Yeah. So if you want to look stylish, go over there buy the ride the lightning um themed uh, face mask rock that at disneyland or go to the winchester mystery house tag us at that um and it's basically just a way to spread the good word of our jacob doomer podcast you guys are walking billboards at that point so uh but if you do want to help us financially head on over to patreon.com slash our jacob do america where every single week we put out a fire ass episode. This week is no exception. We talk. We have the great and powerful Jaden Smith on. He did, yeah, he's on here. Dude. He does he, the Dougie right here on my desk. The Dougie? Oh, the teach me how to Dougie thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he teaches art how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. Yeah. So for the small price of one dollar a month, you get four of those episodes every single week. So, uh, with that said, art, I really don't got anything else. Uh, that's it, guys. Just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Stay put. Don't give in to pick cum. Dude, this episode is, like, not going to do well on YouTube. Like, it's, no. like, why even put this on YouTube? It's going to get, like, th- thrown off the YouTube. Yeah. For bullying. It's like, oh, you guys said the word cum too much, and that offends <laughs> Jaden Smith. Because <laughs> uh, he, he can't ejaculate. <laughs> he was like, oh, dude, what the hell? Yeah, dude, ED is a real serious, like, issue in America, dude. All right, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> so with that said, everybody... Goodbye, good night. Good night.